It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Oh, what's going on, Philadelphia? Hello, everybody. It is a, well, it's a glorious Friday, at least while we're recording this. Uh, I like Elliot Shore Parks. Oh, no, not Elliot Shore Parks. Like Carson Wentz have changed my diet this offseason, and I am feeling good and feeling great. You're looking good, man. You're looking uh, slender. We're trying to get there. Still got that time. voice, though. Yeah. I don't. I hope that I always, I, there was like a small part of me that goes, dude, if you start losing weight, does that mean your burliness goes away in the voice? <laughs> no. Nah. Not you going just have anywhere. that forever. I have a little yeah. high voice for forever. You have that man. We sound a little sick, voice. too. Yeah, I feel a little is sick. Is that why you went to the doctor, by the way? No. <laughs> That is not why. I went to get a wart removed from my foot. <laughs> oh, and let me tell you, man, that shit hurt. Yes. Did they? Oh, did they freeze it off? Uh, so it was like a planter one, like inside. Oh, wow. So, well, here's the funny part. So I'm in the chair and the guy's like, oh, Elliot Shore Parks. Like, and he, we work for WIP. And I'm like, fuck, now I can't act <laughs> like... I'm like, now I have to pretend like it doesn't hurt. I have to like act all tough. No, I won't take Which, the anesthetic. Thank you. Yeah, let me tell you, like, and people from Twitter probably get this, like, I do not have a high pain tolerance. Like, I'm yeah, a yeah. big bitch when it comes to that. <laughs> so, like, he gives me- What do you me, mean? Like, you know, even like the smallest oh my, like so pinches or something like that? Absolutely. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, yeah okay. like, so they have to, they put a needle in my foot to like numb it. And he's like, oh, it just hurt like for two or three seconds. And in my yeah. head, I'm like- well, first, I had two options, a cream or the surgery. And I'm like, well, I can't be a bitch and pitch, pick the cream <laughs> now that he knows who I am. So I picked the surgery. He gives me the needle and that shit hurt. 888. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, the needle's not. Uh, that's but not I have my foot wrapped now and I'll be good in a few You're days. not, listen, don't be, don't be alone. Don't beat yourself up about the low to- uh, pain tolerance. Like, I wouldn't say I have a high one. I'm like probably at a medium, if anything. You know, I, all I know is everyone on Twitter probably has a higher pain tolerance than me. <laughs> well, uh, I uh, there might be. I, I wonder the pain tolerance after this weekend, because especially with Eagles fans, every everything that has been said about Joe Douglas, yeah, he's getting this Jets job, and you were kind of on the jump. 
you know, while this was going on and in uh, Lombardi, like triples down on it. And I know like we don't have a good relationship with Lombardi. And yes, the speech Eagles and, fans. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I get it. But he's been dead on about this Jets thing since four or five months ago. He knew that, you know, they were going to move on from their their GM and kind of get this going. And it's basically all it's saying is as long as he gets control of the 53, which Adam Gase clearly is going to let him have because he, he doesn't really care. Um, well, I think like that's the what's going to happen. Uh, well, two things. First, yeah. uh, I think that this is going to be more of Joe Douglas interviewing the Jets than the Jets interviewing Joe so Douglas. So do I. I, I think 100% agree. This job is his if he wants it. He'll have to go there and feel comfortable. I think Adam Gase wants him, and Adam Gase is basically going to pick who it is. The whole Final 53 thing is funny to me. As if there's like some official card you have to fill out when you make a roster decision. Like at the end of the day, like he can say he has control of the 53. He is going there as Adam Gase's sidekick. Yes. That would be the job. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they've they have decided on Adam Gase there. He's not gonna ever fire Adam Gase. Like You don't think so? I think he could easily do that. No. I th- I think I mean, he would it would have to go really bad in New York, which it could, but don't you feel like it was it's kinda like when uh Chip hired Tommy Gamble. Or when Chip hired, uh, I can't remember his name now. Oh, Tom Gamble's right. Well, but also Ed. Um, oh, uh, that's right. From uh, Alabama, yes. whatever that guy's yeah, yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his name. they were never going to fire Chip, right? So I do think if Joe Douglas goes there, he goes under Adam Gase, and that's what that would be my biggest concern if I was Joe Douglas. Yeah, and that is yeah, that's something I actually didn't really think about, which is which is interesting. But I I agree that it is. 100% up to Joe whether he wants the job or not. The other interesting nugget, I don't know if you heard it or not, it was on his podcast, but he just, like, he sounds like, obviously, he's a football guy, so he's downplaying the analytics yes. side of the building, and it doesn't seem like he's actually that happy kind of being around here anyway. Joe Douglas. Yeah, so, which is which makes sense. Like, you look at him, and you just understand immediately. Yeah, know? him and like, Howie are different. But, yes, of course. But, and I don't think there's a bad relationship no. going on. It's just like, and I've never hey, heard man, he's isn't... unhappy. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit of, especially in the NFL, I don't think it's as true in everyone's profession because careers are shorter in the NFL in some ways. But if you're Joe Douglas, you want a GM job. So you probably feel antsy. You probably feel a little of like, I could be doing this, that type of thing. I don't think him and Howie don't get along. The one thing I'll say about Howie is, and I don't mean this as a criticism, but I don't think like a lot of people would consider Howie their really close friends. Like Howie is very good at what he does now. I mean, when he was fired before, it was because a lot of people didn't get along with him. So if him and Joe Douglas aren't friends, I don't think it's shocking news. And I'm not even saying they're not. But to Michael Lombardi's point, I do bet Joe Douglas wants to leave, just like everybody that's number two control in the NFL wants to leave. The question is if he wants to leave for this job. Yeah, I think that, and this is, has I'm, I'm just going off of the uh, field. I have no information whatsoever. But I, I, I really do think he might be a little miffed about the block from the Texans job because that seems like, oh, my God, yes, you've you've given me Deshaun Watson. I can fix that O-line. Right. Uh, I have no problem feeling, you know, firing so you Bill O'Brien th- even though he's a football guy or whatever. So you think they blocked him? You don't think he just didn't want it? No, I, I, I don't. I think they blocked him. All right, well, yeah. that would piss me off, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of built into this uh, as well. But I, I'm with you, though. I still don't think – oh, well, I, you, uh, sorry, you do think he takes the job at the end of the day once it's all said and done. I'm legitimately torn. I, I think there's like a 65% chance he ends up the GM of the Jets. Yeah. I just – I mean, I get, I get you want to take the job because there's only so many there. I get that you have Sam Darnold and Quinn Williams. Like, you have the, the structure there. 
but it just seems like after being in such a good franchise and organization like the Eagles, to go to one that looks like it's such a mess, I would just be worried about that if I was Joe. Yeah. And I'd imagine the Eagles will give him a raise and all that stuff. There'll be other jobs. I don't know. I mean, quick look around the league. Who do you think, what teams would you look at and say might open up? Yeah. And it's hard so, to know with GMs. Uh, well, um, I think think even though I always feel like we say this every year, I think Tampa would be a pretty good spot if they ever wise up and realize that their GM is dog shit. Right. Well, you have nothing um, there, though. You no, but you, can, from, but, but you can kind of you can build, blow it up. You know, because like it would be weird for me if I walked into a place and if Joe Douglas's thought pattern aligns at all with Adam Gase and be like, why the fuck did we give Le'Veon Bell so much money? Like, I can't maneuver that right. for two years. Like, what are we doing? Well, and also when you look at when you want to be a GM of a team. You, you, you really make your staple with the coach, the quarterback, and like how you distribute the money. Yeah. And those three things are decided already. Yes. And they're decided almost permanently yes. for at least two to three years. And I agree that like the Jets still have, even even with that said, the Jets still have really good talent. And there's still a, a big impact that you could make there and wiggle out of because, you know, I, I don't think uh, anybody's going to give Mike credit from before be like, actually, Joe Douglas didn't do anything and that's why right. they're a playoff team or whatever. But... I still would the the dreamest of dreamest jobs is to pick literally everything. You right. know, and that's not quite the Jets. It's still it's not the, GM. the Jets at all. Yeah, yeah. It's it's still a GM job and you're gonna take that more likely nine times out of ten. But again, it's the fucking Jets and it looks like a disaster zone so much that I I still lean that he walks away and I got this is the other thought I had I wonder what everybody else in the Eagles front office that is waiting for this to happen be like all right Joe's out and here comes the promotion what, what I don't the know fuck? <laughs> I think they would they, I think they would hire from outside I From, oh, oh, to yeah. take that I, well really? maybe not his exact job but here's the other thing too Joe's gonna bring people with him yes it's going to be a little bit a little bit of a, a poaching battle maybe going on. So. Well, yeah. I mean, like, Ian Cunningham came with him. The other guy's name's escaping me right now. The one that's traveled with him from Baltimore. So people will leave with Joe, and that'll be the bigger blow in a lot of ways in losing Joe. Yeah, because uh, it's it's Joe plus, plus, <laughs> plus uh, when you're going that. And, God, everybody's dying around here. I know. Speaking I'm sorry. Of, like, can I just say, first of all, as we play the uh, memorial uh, taps for uh, James Seltzer for the the what are we on the second or third episode in a row ever be, ever since four? he became it might be four now uh, the memorial hero that we all know who sacrificed his body for you know the sanctity of his dog which we all appreciate and thank you so much by the way for like all the kind words James uh, really really appreciates all the stuff including uh, I think it was Chad uh, Wechter who uh, sorry if I just butchered your last name by the way. Uh, still trying to find out how to send cookies for James's face in the off season. We'll we'll see if uh, we can actually. If you want to, it's pretty easy. Just send them to the station at WIP, four hundred Market Street, ninth floor, Philadelphia, PA. Uh, Google will take care of the zip because I always forget it. I forget the zip every time. <laughs> let let me say this yeah. though: like, first of all, James, major hero alert. Major like hero. the guy's a hero. Can't believe like I'm. Tr- I was trying to think about if my dog got attacked. Like how how many things I would think of before I decided to bite the dog, like yeah. the fact that that was pretty high on his list of things to do is because all the all the other options were out. The other dog owner was trying literally everything, and that okay. was it. That was the last resort of just like man, you've pushed, you've pulled, you've done, yeah, you know, you've kicked, like, I right, ah! you know, bite. it's a it's a manly move. It I don't is. know if I would it it would is. even cross my mind to bite. Here's my only complaint: he's done three high hopes pods. Well, I mean. And he has not 
said to the people what like I'm waiting for him to tell the actual story. I think the Go Bird listeners need to tweet at James. Yeah. Hey buddy. Just say, hey, pal. We miss you. We miss you. We need you back on the pod. We miss the voice. Yes, exactly right. Uh, and speaking of missing things, as we'll get into uh, Jeffrey Laurie and the Shields article, which I thought was really uh, insightful on kind of, and it actually made me really appreciate Jeffrey Laurie a lot more, and I'll tell you why in a second, but um, just for a quick OTA on Monday, which is what we're waiting for. Yes. You think that Malcolm is, is not going to show up for... Well, mandatory camp. isn't until the 11th, I believe. Yes. Of June. Oh, yeah. I'm skipping, still I'm skipping yeah, long yeah, yeah. ahead. He's uh, not going to be there on Monday. No, but, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to be a mandatory. Uh, I think that he has an absolute right to be upset about his contract situation. And look, he's not like grossly underpaid, but he worked with them two years ago to help them get salary cap space. And he benefited from that, but he still worked with them. He didn't have to. Uh, he's the most important player on their defense, in my opinion. Um, he's irreplaceable on the roster, and this team has to win now. And he's not so old where he's not 35, 36. I mean, they've restructured Jason Peters' deal. Jason Peters has never really taken uh-huh. a pay cut, even this year. Yeah, and he made what? Like a guaranteed $10 million? Right. Over so the yeah. if I'm Malcolm, I'm saying you need That's me. That's all you need to do. You need me. You can't replace me. So I'm not coming. And 80000 I think, is what he can get fined, potentially, if they decide to, for the mandatory minicamp. For me, making this statement, it's easy for me to say, right? I mean, it's not my money. <laughs> yeah. But I think the potential of making that statement, making it a big deal, you don't want an unhappy, unmotivated Malcolm Jenkins. That's the no. last thing you want. He is the emotional leader of that team. Like One of the advantages of access is just being in that locker room and seeing the vibe of the team. Malcolm is the leader of that team. They can give out five captain patches, whatever. Malcolm is the leader of that team. And to have him potentially upset with the organization or to not be it mandatory mini uh, OTAs and that type of thing. It's not a good look. And so I think that they have enough salary cap space to do it. Whenever fans talk about salary cap space, they go, oh, how he'll figure it out, how he'll figure it out. But now all of a sudden they're like, mm, Malcolm might not. Oh, I shouldn't say fans are saying that. Some people are saying Malcolm's not worth it. They have the money to do it. They have the incentive to do it. They should just get it done and get him back there. I wonder if this is just like a, a date thing that I don't understand in terms of like, well, if I we give him money now as opposed to... Or after June 1st as opposed to before June 1st and how that affects I, it. I, I don't, don't think so. I haven't heard be, any but. theories about that, but um, yeah. I uh, I mean, at, potentially Carson. Yes. Right? Well, that, that too. You know, the, the, we got to announce Carson first and then you or, or, or like, hold lock the, money the to deal pay in. Carson. Yeah, that's true too. Or right. lock Carson into a deal, announce Malcolm, then announce Carson and everybody's Something happy. Something like that. Yeah. So uh, whatever it is, Malcolm's going to be there. Uh, whether Maybe. whether he's I mean for the season I think right yeah I, mean, I would think so too but I, I would also say Malcolm camp. Malcolm is like look I don't think he's gonna walk away from football don't get me wrong I don't, no, no, right yeah but if I told you anybody on the on the Eagles walked away from football out of proof out of like you know feeling disrespected would not Malcolm be oh, of course yeah right yeah, I yeah. mean he's so and he's already proven a lot in the game to be like okay he's a lot of money know. I mean look I look Malcolm's gonna be there don't get me wrong I'm just saying if I'm the Eagles I don't mess with this situation like, yeah I get Malcolm either. happy and just get it over with yeah same even even if you don't agree with it you gotta take care of him you like, know like, if for years if for years they had been stocking up young players and assets and were building with an eye on the future then yeah I could see their argument of not paying Malcolm but when you operate the way you do which is pay order players all the time pay to win right away to build a win now roster not to mention your quarterback badly needs a trip to the playoffs and look safety is a position that you can argue how important it is in the grand scheme of football i would go as far as to say if they don't have malcolm jenkins 
they might not make the playoffs. Yeah, and that I think is always going to be an, an arguable thing or a debatable thing. But like when you're talking about a certain player, it, it you can wipe all that out. And Malcolm's one of those guys. Yeah, like he's he's still look a, how hard it was to replace Rodney McLeod last year. Yeah, it took weeks to figure that out. Yeah. And Malcolm is way more important. I remember last year in training camp, I was talking to the safety coach Tim Hawk, and I asked flat out, "What would you do if Malcolm got hurt?" And his answer was, "Change the entire defense." Yeah, they and have you no, have to. They have nobody to step in. I mean, although let me, uh, uh, Avante probably was, would make it a little. That doesn't ask you: Is Avante the next Malcolm? I think yes, of course. If he stays on this trajectory too, and there is there's a little piece of me, and I'm I'm still in that camp of put Maddox on the outside yep. and let him fail at it before you move him back to slot or safety or whatever. Agreed. Um, but Malcolm's Malcolm's role is pretty important, obviously. Yes. So. But but at the same time, like. Avante already showed in a lightning bottle in one of the toughest situations, too, in playoff football and the rest, that, hey, I can play all three positions. Yes. I don't care where I go. Just put me on the field. And that's still my biggest priority for a lot of these guys. And I know the Inside the Birds guys has actually mentioned it, too. But I just want to ask you, do all of these DBs make it out of training camp and are they all on the roster Week one, all the all the same names that we're used to: your Darby's, your Mills, your all that. The top stuff. six, yeah, yes, I think so. Barring an unreal trade offer, which is possible, uh, I think the Eagles. One thing they've preached this offseason at every position is depth. And about if you want to, you want to play. I think they say nineteen games, sixteen, and then the the three for the playoffs. If you want to play nineteen games, you have to be deep. And no position taught them that more than cornerback last yes. year. So, and especially with the whole Malcolm thing, and the fact that a lot of these guys can play safety too, and you don't have a lot of great backup safeties. Would they trade Rasul Douglas or Jalen Mills for a second-round pick? Yes. Are they going to get a second-round pick offer for them? No. And yeah. so I don't think you're going to get an offer good enough to make you move on from those guys. So in my opinion, they will all be here, especially because Darby probably won't play week one. Mate, yeah, right? more, than, so more than likely. He's gone. Uh, Jalen's not even practicing yet. Sydney's a question mark. Uh, Rasul Douglas is there and Avante's there and, and Craven LeBlanc is there. But if you take away Darby and Mills' as like injury concerns, you're only, lo- only looking at four. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't trade any of them. I yeah, don't think they it, will. Neither would I. Does that, mean, does that mean? Does that mean that Razul Douglas actually has a shot at starting the Until year? Until Darby gets healthy. Right. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be one thing I think we'll all be kind of looking at throughout this process until uh, training camp. Um, and what was the other thing I was going to ask you? Oh, right. They, I, I just wanted to jump back to Malcolm for a second. Yes. I think it's hilarious of the honor the contract people, right, that – for the longest time, because you had said something about, you know, trying to, rep- oh, when talking to the safeties coach and be like, I'd have to change the entire defense if Malcolm yeah. isn't there. Um, how is it that it, as Eagles fans, and I'm not saying that Malcolm Jenkins is Brian Dawkins, but we all remember what happened, right? And then we went through names upon names upon overreaches and drafts to find a suitable replacement for Brian Dawkins, and it took years and the Saints being so dumb with the cap that they couldn't afford Malcolm Jenkins anymore and now he's here and he's been one of the best players the most consistent player on defense since he's been here through he's extremely outplayed his contract in in every single way I'm just going like what are we talking about it's ridiculous anyway uh getting to Shields piece on Jeffrey Lurie loved for a bunch of different reasons uh I always think for the most part, that when corporations or sports teams or anybody else really kind of gets involved in charities, I always question a lot of it before I actually buy into, oh, no, I I do really care about this. And for the longest time, not that it was, 
uh, I'm saying just like out of non-genuine uh, stuff to go and and have the autism challenge, which I think is awesome. But to hear Jeffrey Lurie's story for the first time about his brother and man, not going to lie, uh, the Dick Vermeil of this podcast, me, uh, got choked up many times reading, you know, his experience and finally like hearing his brother speak uh, just through a keyboard for a long time, because I got to tell you, uh, that is one of the most amazing moments. If you know anyone and you're close to anyone that has autism that is nonverbal and you're mm-hmm. going, oh, my God, like I can communicate with you. I would have flown back from Los Angeles myself to go and experience yeah. this because you can actually figure out you know, what's going on in the way he described it as like a puzzle that you haven't unlocked yet. Like I was bawling on the train i was going like oh my god yes 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 exactly 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 people probably thought you're watching sydney jones highlights or something (laughs) (laughs) maybe i was they might have slipped in there um but overall uh obviously the funniest part of that is the biggest mistake over 25 years is giving chip Chip kelly total control they don't win the super bowl if they don't hire chip yes elliot oh my god i want to hug you we agree so like, like i I have said this on many podcasts. I'll say it again. Thank you, Chip Kelly, for everything. From the coverage to the back and forth to me, like, fucking quadrupling down on Sam Bradford like an idiot. Well, it's uh, not just that. It's All of it. It made them value different things in a head coach, which which led them to Doug. Uh It made Howie... Look, I get how his reputation in the city is flawless now, but there's a reason he was removed. Well, like, no, he, we killed him He had on never this won podcast. a playoff game yes. prior to that. So yeah. it made him a better GM... And not only that, a lot of the stuff that they ran with Nick Foles that led to that Super Bowl had some Chip Kelly components to it. So where did it come from? Deuce? Deuce, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I I I it made everything for the better. Yeah, I mean and, look, Chip was a disaster in a lot of ways. Yeah, of course he was. But it 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 it's like a lot of things in life. Like everything happens for a reason. And Chip yeah. Kelly was an important part of this team winning the Super Bowl. He changed the NFL, too. I just want to point that out. There is not a person that doesn't run some style of his offense. No, he's not the original. Now he's a of complete it. train wreck. And now he's a complete train wreck in UCLA and trying to figure it out. And I don't care. I'll love him forever. It's so wild I, how I quickly love that it time. fell apart for him. Yeah. Like it's a disaster now. Exactly. But I still I still love everything about that 2013 season. That was like a, a nice little parting gift to see all those guys together and to run an offense which they should have been running in 2010. I still remember being in the press box the first night of Chip Kelly's game in Washington and when they scored like what 28 first first half points. Yeah. I'm thinking like I'm I'm like literally watching history. Yes. And it fell apart very quickly. <laughs> yes, I also yes. remember being in Detroit on Thanksgiving when they got their fucking oh top blown off. Oh my god. I so, remember that. Yeah. You know, it was their highs and lows with Chip, but that being his most his biggest mistake isn't surprising. I mean, where where else really has Larry messed up? Yeah, he's been not, a pretty not often. No controversies. Yeah. No. And I remember reflecting on that after the Super Bowl win and like all the shit that he took for like the gold standard and right. Oh, is this really the gold standard? <laughs> you know, and it just it it but takes they a lot of figure. I mean, how many teams in the league have a better combination of a great reputation and winning? Yeah, no, and they, is and, there any? In and, all seriousness, and, and no, there isn't. I mean, the Patriots uh, obviously outside of the have big the, guys. Yes, well, but well, say. but I'm saying the Patriots obviously have 
the winning, but they've certainly been involved in their fair share oh, of controversies. Yes, of course, yeah. The Eagles have never been involved in one, and they're yeah. probably over the last five years pretty high up on the all-time wins. Or not, mm-hmm. not sorry, more than five. Like you know, I'd imagine they're top five in the last twenty years in wins. Yeah, they are winning and they, percentage. They dominated yeah. the, that entire decade. You know, yeah. when, when McNabb and Reed and stuff were here, like that was the right call, and it was kind of a nice life lesson too. There's a guy that had uh, majors in what philosophy and TV and film and all this other stuff, and he was in. Different Different businesses and the opportunity presented itself and he's like yeah. yeah i could have overthought the hell out of this and if i was now i probably would rethink it or whatever and he just went for it and i was like yes because you just gotta just gotta fucking do it every now and well, again well the you know? interesting thing about larry too is what i've gotten to know about him since i started covering the team is he's extremely forward thinking mm-hmm. and he's very willing to listen to people around him and i think the longer i'm around football those are the the things you need to succeed. I mean, that was, we brought up Chip. That was Chip's problem. He really just ran his own stuff. Doug yeah. listens to people. Doug, you know, is willing to say, Frank Reich, I'll let you, you know, make this call. He listens to Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Chip was not like that. And Jeffrey, I think that's why everyone in the Eagles organization kind of is. Jeffrey preaches that. And Howie, that was Howie's biggest fault prior to being fired. He was not easy to work with. Yeah. How he's easier to work with now. He's a better listener, I believe. That's why Joe Douglas has lasted here as long as he he has. And Doug's the same way. And I think Lurie, what comes across in that piece too, is he's just like a genuinely good guy. I'm not going to pretend I know every part of Jeffrey. Like I, yeah. I only see him in the, in the Novacare. But he seems like a genuinely good guy that has genuine good morals. And because of that, the autism challenge, that, that's a real thing. Like yeah. the way he runs organization is, is it's just a good organization. Like I'm there every day. Like it's a good place to work. So it's impressive what he's done. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was kind of crazy to think that you might have like a second line of Lori coming in there with his yeah. son, like maybe taking over at some point and so on and so forth. Uh, the last thing in that article that I will finally go thank you is where he rolls his eyes about establishing the run yeah well, i know you probably like that <laughs> i yeah. fucking love it thank you thank and this is it, it just got me thinking about all of that because if you do believe lombardi in like the analytics side and there's trying to still merge that together you can clearly see that in football and honestly if you follow any of the great football guys and or analytics guys on twitter it is going to be i don't know why but we are having such big debates about analytics and football and i don't understand and why well, won't be a debate so much. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just in it is information, all of it is information, it all goes into the same cog. And I think that's what the Eagles have done. How he's described that many times it's you're taking both sides, you're fucking putting it in a blender and going, well, What do we got? It's funny when people are like, Well, I don't like analytics because I don't understand them. Like, well, you're just <laughs> you're your just fault, lazy, you know? Though. Yeah, like, that's like, just I don't understand all of them either, but I ask questions. You know? Analytics are just facts. That's all they are. Yeah, yeah. They're it's just, just facts. It, it's presenting. It's just like, well, that can't be true. If you look with your eyes, like, yeah, yeah I understand. Well, it's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I don't, like, they do kind of ruin the game a little bit. In terms of fanness, I, I, I like, don't think so. Wh- whatever. Well, like, the four I, downs they go for. That that's exciting. No, I, I don't mean in that. It's just like the the well actually crowds that throws it in. It's just like yeah, come on guys, just have a little fun. It's okay. Don't well, I think it's it so more seriously. in baseball than football. Oh no, that's true. I've, right. I've said that for many, yeah, many yeah. times where it's just kind of taking the the casual, just enjoying the sport um, out of it as well. So anyway, yeah. Uh, establishing the run can uh, can go to hell. That's uh, that's, that's a it's important. I'm just saying. And there's now oh that's what I was laughing at because there's a debate about body blows. <laughs> <laughs> and how much that of, I, don't, I don't know. It just kind of went into a, a ridiculous little tantrum there. Um, 
let's get into the uh, the mail take bag real quick because I know you, my friend, have got to go to Carson Wentz's I do. charity event, right? The AO one. Stefan Wisniewski won the home run derby last year. We'll see who wins it yeah, this year. I kind of like him this year too. I thought Zach Gertz would be better oh, at baseball. Oh. Yeah, like, he was like my number one pick, and he was okay. Yeah, I just thought okay. I was hoping he'd be better. Man, do you hear that? Hear that, Zach? Just remember, next well, time we're I in the locker you're, room. You're the hater, not oh, me. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted him traded yeah, or something like that. you're the hater, yeah. From uh, Matt uh, uh, Delgado, Sanders uh, plus or minus 600 total yards plus. this season. You plus. think so? I, I wouldn't be shocked if it was just under. I mean, 600's not a... Well, yeah, I would go plus. Does that include special teams? No. Okay. I think it just yes. includes rushing and receiving. I might say slightly under, depending it's a good uh, number. If, if Jordan Howard stays healthy, I should say. It's a good number. It's a good number. I, I, to me, he'll hit that number if he does good as a receiver. Like, yeah. that's the key. Otherwise, he's not going to get 600 rushing yards, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's well under that. I just, I want, and that's the only reason why my holdup is I want to see him catch the I'm, ball. I might change my opinion after training camp, but we'll, we'll have to see on that. Uh, quick food take from Nick Aches. We got into a large debate of. Uh, are you, are you debating him on the Go Birds account? Oh, of course I. I am. hope That's... these takes accurately depict. What no, it's just saying. Though. It's just. No, it's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, food take: Lemon pepper wings are trash. Uh, that's my two cents for the day. And looking well, that's a to bad take. I think that's a bad take. Yeah, too. that's a bad take. <laughs> As the, they're uh, certainly not trash. Yeah. I'm not saying they're the best, but they're certainly not trash. And it, and it got me to actually write down my top ten uh, real quickly. Uh, from ten to one: plum, mango, uh, habanero, buffalo, lemon pepper. Sweet chili, sriracha, jerk wings, teriyaki, garlic parm, Nashville hot, number one. All right. Well, so some of those are extremely specific, but the fact <laughs> you came up with 10 is pretty impressive. Well, I, you know, look at I me. mean, buffalo with blue cheese is definitely the best. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I just, you know. Some basic know. in me just loves it. Uh, also, we got in a real thing about like Wingstop, and I always see their commercials, and they're never around Philadelphia. Isn't Wingstop attached to Pizza Hut? Am I wrong? Oh, about is it? That? I don't know if that's the case. No, I think I'm thinking of something. Well oh, that might be Wing, Wing Street. Off. Oh, Wing Street. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, which is different. Uh, Chuck Sips, JJ will be the new Goddard in that fans will be clamoring, oh, clamor for Doug to use him uh, more uh, with more flash after he flashes more brilliance out on the field. I could year. see that. I mean, yeah. he already has a really nice touchdown catch in OTAs and the practice have been open to the media. Yeah. Um, I think I could see him becoming, look, he's tall and a receiver, so that checks off two major <laughs> And boxes. red zone. So yeah, that's so all that's, that's, that's all that's you need. Bingo. But yeah, I could see that. Uh, from Dark and Stormy Flint, uh, Flintlock 97, question, what D-end would you trade for uh, to finish what could be an elite defense? What D-end would I trade for? Yeah, yeah like what, who would be, is there a D-end out there that you would uh, tell Howie, go get this guy, well, and other than Clowney, I'll say. Well, I mean, like I don't think anybody, anybody in the league. I, don't, yeah, I mean, I don't like know. Khalil Mack. I mean, oh, yeah, sure. Right. But, sure uh, the, <laughs> I have to think about also, it. Also, a quick point on Khalil Mack and the Bears. The number one most bet on to win the Super Bowl is the Chicago Bears. And let me just say, even they are not winning Twitter, the Super Bowl. If you bet on Mitchell Trubisky to go win a fucking Super Bowl this year, you deserve to lose your money. That's all I'm going to say. Agreed. Uh, take Barnett will finish this year as the second in sacks on the team. I, I, would, know I, I would hope so. I know you don't agree with it, though. Well, but who who else would it be? Oh, on the whole team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would disagree with that. Who do you I mean, think it I would, would think be Brandon second. Graham. I think Malik Jackson has a good chance to be second. Interesting. Uh, Fletcher Cox at how many last year? Ten, nine and a half? Somewhere something like that. Yeah. So I don't think Barnett will get there. Um, so I don't think he'll finish second. Uh, from uh, did, <laughs> did Ben Simmons make a three, uh, which is one of, still one of my favorite counts. What is your opinion of Shannon Sharp's nickname for Carson Wentz with walk it to Wentz as in terms of. That's terrible. Walk, it up, walk the MVP to him. 
You better walk that over to him. So it's like it's his slogan or a nickname. It's his, he keeps saying it on on uh, first take. I mean, I Not like it. Here, is it first take? What is it? Undisputed. Undisputed. Sorry. Here's what I'd say. Carson Wentz should be expected to win the MVP. Wow. That's my take on that. He has the team around him. He has the narrative around him, and he should have the skill. Uh, yeah, I don't. I actually don't disagree now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he know? has the narrative aspect. He has the talent around him. He plays in a major market. Like, he he should be expected to win the MVP. Uh, Calico Pat Aguilar will finish the season with the best stat line out of the wide receivers. I actually, no. don't, I don't think that's crazy. Actually. And his reasoning, he goes on, he goes, Nelly's in a contract here, got a lot to prove. Uh, Deshaun should open him up in the middle of the field. Uh, everyone can eat, but Alshon and, and Deshaun pop up on the injury report a little too much. Yeah, also and Wentz and, and Alshon Gilberts. haven't played that great together. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a, it's a good take. It's a I good think take. it's a good take. Yeah. Uh, and let's see, we've got a couple of more in here. Is Carson Wentz, uh, oh, Carson Wentz for MVP is at 20 to 1 odds right now. Is that a good bet to take? And more importantly, since an avocado is a fruit, does that make guacamole jam? That's from uh, oh. Frank uh, Comfort 07. Uh, hello, from Frank in Canada, he should it's say. A good, it's a good question. I can't disagree. Yeah, you can't disagree. So hashtag guacamole. It's definitely jam. not jam, but I mean, you could convince me it is. Yeah, because if you did the. Well, if you. Like, let's could, be real. Because it's not ketchup, jam. Ketchup is then jam. Which, I mean. It's well, not, not crazy because tomatoes are a rational hate for ketchup. No, no, no. It's not a rational hate. I'm just saying like ketchup actually was born out of a lot of different fruits. And then Heinz was like, now nah, we're just going to do tomatoes. It's kind of like the thing with the is a hot dog a sandwich. Like we all know it's yeah. not a sandwich. Like you can you can contort your point to yeah. convince me. But deep down, we all know it's not a sandwich. <laughs> just like we know guacamole is not a jam. Well, nice. But <laughs> it's a very I give it. It's I, I creative. Like it. yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, I also heard uh, Trey and uh, Ben over at the Draft Network debate if. <laughs> Lemonade was a juice. Well, it's definitely a juice, right? Because it contains sugar. It's water. So you're getting the. You're, well, you drink it. Juice, you drink juice. it. It's not water and it's not soda. Like what else? I guess there's natural sweetness in them. So there's not natural sweetness in lemonade. What else would it be? Oh, just lemonade, a beverage. Well, it has to fall into some type of category. <laughs> I, I guess. I never thought of it. I was like, it's I guess it could juice. be a juice, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, at uh, e underscore creator, although he still goes by Rolling Idiot. I don't. I don't know why. Because uh, my boy, uh, our Sega Whiteside will score more than five touchdowns this season. Agree or disagree? I have to go under just because rookies never produce as much as you think. But I like the enthusiasm with that, and I could see him getting close to it. I think there's a. I don't know where all the how the touchdown like Carson Wentz is going to have to throw a lot of touchdowns for a lot of the numbers that people are throwing right. out there. Like Super Bowl year, everybody had what. Nine 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 and eight or something like that or nine eight nine or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like Carson's gonna have to for for that to work out. You have forty plus. Yeah, yeah. Carson's gonna have to forty five to get those numbers. Which hey, you know if you're if you're on the line. How about this more higher number? JJ Arcega Whiteside touchdowns. Yeah, games missed by Carson Wentz due to injury. Ooh, I'll take the touchdowns. All right. I'll take the touchdowns. I don't know which one I'll take. I just think it's a good one, though. <laughs> yeah, that might be a that might be a good gambling one. Well, uh, as always, you can find us on the twitter.com and at IG at GoBirdsPod. Um, and you've got to get out of here, my friend. So got to watch Carson play some softball. Give, give me well, coach some softball. I th- yes, I think I want to start doing this now. The last take instead of final thoughts. Give me, and it can be anything you want. Give me your last take. Actors are completely replaceable, and they're basically all the same. You sub any actor in for any movie, and it's it's basically the same movie. I fucking highly disagree. 
because I can't see Kurt Russell playing Han Solo. You only think that because you don't you see uh, Harrison Ford in that role. If you initially saw Kurt Russell in that role, you would feel the same way about. No, that movie. because I've seen like all the other work that he did in the late seventies and early eighties, and like no, you know, it's the same thing. From it's New just York like and all it's that. writing, it's, just... it's directing, it's makeup. Like the actors, it's like they're all the same. Do you mean like people that can actually act, or like you can go grab an actor off the street and it wouldn't matter? I mean, like someone who would call their profession an actor. Somebody who, like, makes enough money to live off of acting. Okay, which is, like, 0.04. Yeah, it's not a lot of people. But I'm saying, like, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, this whole idea when people, I love when people are like, uh, oh, I saw this movie. What's so, such and so was so good in it. Like, you don't really know what you're talking about. Like, all all actors are basically the same. (laughs) Other other than Heath Ledger in, in like, Batman, what's the other time you saw something you're like, that guy was phenomenal in it, and it actually mattered? A a lot of times. I don't think so. If James would hear, he would fucking flip out Oh, I've already debated this with James. Oh, really? He probably was livid. I would have loved to see his face. Yeah, he was not happy. Uh, again, you can always just you know tweet at him, say we miss him, because I would like. Oh, to actually, means one more too. thing. Yeah. I, I told Adam Kaplan this when we were at practice, yeah. and you want to know his example of the actor uh, that he chose? What's that? Chevy Chase, because <laughs> he loves Fletch so yeah, much. Yeah, that's what he brought up. Yeah, <laughs> I've never even seen that movie. What? You've never <laughs> seen Fletch? Right, no, that's another problem. No, but it's just so funny. Of all the actors, like I've told other people, they're like Daniel Day Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> like Denzel Washington. <laughs> And he's like, he's like Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Something else yeah. out there. He's like Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase is an interesting one because, like, I could easily see Bill Murray as Fletch. Like, that would have been you know. sure. I've never seen the movie. I'm sure oh anyone could do it. Yeah, that's a, it's a that's comedy. Incredible. How you hard need, could it be? You need to go and do it. Uh, this is for the nerds. Nintendo has always pretty much sucked. Like, oh, that's a bad take. Outside of NES, Super NES, the it, everybody just buys into the nostalgia of it. Everybody loves the Switch. Everybody loved the Wii. It's all crap. The best games are clearly never on Nintendo. Well, they the never Wii have was been. trash. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I'm just saying. N64, all of it. Everybody gets upset. Oh, Mario Kart and duh. It's not that good of a game. It's <laughs> wow. it's a fine game. It's a fun game. You can play with everybody. Yeah, it's a. Uh, Something you can take, like pretty much every Sega, Microsoft, and Sony product has blown it out of the water since the nineties. The Look, late it's 90s. a bad take, but I respect. It. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. And there's always Nintendo people, and they always like. I don't understand how you can take pictures of fucking Pokemon. Yeah, well, and I, be well, I did have that game. You though. did? I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like I bought it, never learned how to play it, but I definitely had it. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh yeah, real quickly, uh, the reviews as we promised, and uh, so I'm I'm all. Kind of out of order, but you will love this one, and I'm. Uh, we'll do. I think pl- I know which more. one it's going to be. <laughs> yes, uh, huge fan. I've got a hot take. This yes, is from here Shane yes. B one one eighteen. First of all, I love the pod. I have to take. Uh, I have a take for you that might go against a, a popular opinion. I say Elliot Shore Parks almost has a better and more, and more accurate takes than Barchers. Yeah. More often than not, Elliot has sound logic behind his takes. Definitely not always, hence his Alshon take. And sometimes I feel like Barchard says things just to say them. He asked uh, for takes... You asked for takes, John, and there's mine. Seltzer is still the best, though. Keep up the great work. And the Spice Girls were fire back in the day. They were. Here's the thing. And let me tell you, they tore it down in <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> now, normally, I would react to, like, that's bullshit. But actually, I agree. I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. This is the thing with Elliot. Everybody gives him shit all the time. But at the end of the day, we, I'm including myself in this, Eagles fans don't want to hear bad stuff. Yeah. Well, it's also funny and, how and, many people uh, say to me, I'm annoying on Twitter, but then on the pod, they're like, you actually make some sense. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Twitter is a place for my, and I will say, uh, I agree with everything except for, I feel like Barcher just says things to say things. Not true. Nobody the, says things just to say things. Those That's things a, enter my brain. My problem is, I'm a goddamn thought machine just like 
Twitter has ruined it because it just it's it's the same thing from brain to fingers. It's brain to mouth. Well, one thing we can all agree on. James is the best. James is yeah. always the best. James is the best. Of this pod. And again, you can go review, subscribe on iTunes. We will go through all the reviews, five stars, and then you can say anything. That's how you get exactly on the right. pod. It's it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. Uh, you, my friend, have to go. I've got to go because there is some beer drinking to be done. It's hey, the yo. weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday live from NovaCare as we react to everything that's going on on Monday, OT- Monday OTAs. For Elliot Shore Parks, I'm John Barchard. This has been the Go Birds Pod episode number 79 right here. Radio.com Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds. Go Birds.